right, we're back, y'all. Sweet. All in the same place. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a, like two months. I can touch your face. It's been a while. You can. I can do it. I can do it right now. No, I'm not going to do it. Yes, I'm going to do it. I can do whatever I want. It's my house. I can do whatever I want. Good point. I can do whatever I want. I touch your face. I touch your face. Oh, Jesus. I touch my face. <laughs> it's nice to be in the same room again, Nikki, guys. I forgot what you looked like. I, yeah. I forgot what uh, post-cigarette smelling smells like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you stink. You're gross. You stink. That's true. Yeah, that's why I have my shoes on, because I don't want my socks exposed to the world. Mm. Feet are gross. Feet are so gross. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, it's not good. I'm just letting my, I'm just letting my puppies breathe. Yeah, yeah, those dogs are barking. Uh, welcome back, y'all. This is MBA, the podcast where we try to talk MBA shit, but mostly... We just talk shit. And I think when I tried to say MBA, I actually said MBA again. First episode we ever did of MBA, I couldn't stop saying NBA. It's very, very difficult. MBA, MBA. Say that five times fast. MBA, 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 MBA. Crushed it. So I think we only did that four times. That was only three. I made my point. People are here to listen to that. I made my point. I'm your host, Jake Hilas, a.k.a. Luca Donkish. To my left, introduce yourself, sir. It's Tad. I don't have an AKA this week. Solid. Solid. A-plus effort. Love it. Thanks, man. Nice. To my right, introduce yourself, sir. I'm Nikki Keelas, a.k.a. Tony Shellfish. Wow. <laughs> a.k.a. Shaquille Oatmeal. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Very very good. Welcome or back, Shaquille Surreal. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, guys, it is... We are 12 days away from the NBA season starting. 12 days, 12 days until basketball kicks off on the 16th of October. Big day for us. Big day for NBA. Big day for the NBA. But now it's preseason time, guys. And I wanted to ask you, obviously, the preseason is uh, it's boring. And it's uh, bo- I don't I don't really watch uneventful. It. I turn uneventful. games on for you know, like five was, minutes. And I, I, I catch I, a little here, a little there. I just want to see it, it's, when to see some basketball. It's was, tough to watch. It's tough. It's tough. I think the Rockets game the other day, Chris Paul had four fouls in the first quarter. Those guys, they don't care. Mo Bamba had four fouls in eight minutes. Not great. So Not great. Uh, Bulls lost by like 20 yesterday. Yep. Uh, that I'm going to get accustomed to. Yeah, that's fine. That I'm going to get accustomed but also, to. Wendell got yammed on. Yeah. I, listen, Wendell's going to get yammed on. If he goes up for block shots, it's a numbers game. Yeah. If you go up that many times, you're bound oh, to get dunked on. Brooke Lopez dunked on Jabari Parker. That was not great. That was that one was interesting. That's I didn't know Brooke Lopez could dunk. Oh uh, yeah, you know he's like uh, half he's an inch ups. away from the from the rim. So I understand that the, the ease of the ease of of. I got three things to say about. Uh, Are they all about Brooke Lopez? I hope no. so. <laughs> Lopez brothers. No. Please. Uh, one. Are they about Mario Lopez? One. Ooh. Ted, I was telling Jay this right before you got here, but. Um, I was watching the Clippers preseason game, and they had a shot of uh, Sam Cassell, and I was like, wow, he looks good as he's aged. <laughs> like, age is doing really like, good like, for him. The one thing that Sam Cassell needed was, like, wrinkles. That was the one thing that would, like, make him appealing to the human eyes. Just like, oh, now he looks like a dog, like a little puppy. <laughs> Dude, maybe the ugliest player to ever play a game. Mm, I see you're Sam Cassell, and I raise you run Tyrone Hill. That motherfucker was ugly as fuck. It was a... A guy that was underratedly ugly, an underratedly <laughs> ugly NBA player, uh, Sheldon Anderson. Sheldon Anderson, 
ugly. Also, Sheldon Williams. How he got Candace Parker, I will never understand. That's, that's what I meant. I meant Sheldon. Yo, I meant, his eyes were so far apart, dude. <laughs> no, but it's his, crazy. His face, though, is like, it's in like one small, he's got a huge it's crazy. overall it's like, face, but his facial features. It's like in 2K <laughs> when you're working on like your My Player and like they have that option to like scrunch your face or like expand it. It's like they scrunch just the middle of his face. Yeah. Like every, it's like his nose is like a black hole and it just sucks the rest of his face in. It's so weird. His eyes are literally like at his temples. So he looks like a T-Rex almost. <laughs> He's got like temple eyes. He's got a little baby nose and everything else is just like sucked in. And like the bridge of his nose is like poked into his head. It literally looks like somebody poked him right on his, the bridge of his nose. And it just like sunk into his face. Yeah. He, he's just not a good looking man. That dude is fugly. I think, I think the NBA and basketball in general has the least attractive players of all the major sports. I would agree with that. Like if you look at other people would argue baseball. Baseball's not great. Yeah. Baseball's got a lot of good looking dudes. Though. I don't know, man. Also, maybe it's like the way, way more out of shape, ugly dudes. But I, you know, it might also be like the like there's so many more baseball true, players, maybe. true, and there are less basketball players. So per capita, there are I, more ugly players in, in the NBA than Probably. there are in uh, all other professional sports. I was going to say that the definitely the most like good looking one is soccer. Soccer, not even close. All those European dudes are It's ridiculous. Handsome as shit. So many good looking I wouldn't people. know. I don't watch shitty sports. Well, you're missing out. A lot of hot dudes, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is my one weakness. I love uh, me some hot dudes. And every once in a while, they cut to the stands, and it's a, an old man that kind of looks like Winston Churchill. It's Cup. real weird. So, Soccer does have hot fans. That's my favorite thing. Like, it's true. Yeah, uh, it's true. Like the World, World Cup, Cup is great. when they just like go through all the hot fans right. of like oh, every country. Look I'm at like, all the hot Swedish ladies. Yeah. And look at all the hot Mexican ladies. And look at Brazil. Look at their hot cheering section. I'm like this. This is this, this is, is it. This Chief. is what sports. This are all is about. it. This is what sports are all about. Uh, so I know we all hate the preseason, but a couple things that I did want to talk about, like preseason esque. Uh, oh, I had something. Patrick yes. Beverly said the only thing he couldn't stop is the Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway. Interesting. And the guy who who's in the it was a, again the Clippers game, and he was like, you know what? I don't think anybody else could fi- figure out how to stop that. <laughs> it is one of the most difficult shots. Could to you stop? guys think of someone who could stop it? Did Dirk Nowitzki? I mean, turn around. Jumper? He's been around for yeah. twenty plus sort of years, and I'm nobody sure. stopped it. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think so. It's got to be somebody. Mm-hmm. Um. That and like the sky hook. I feel like the sky hook is like impossible. sky hook is a lost art. It's impossible yeah. to stop. It's impossible. It's a lost art. You just like create the, the distance with your body and yeah. your arm. Um, oh, and the third thing from the that I remember, I just remember now, the Suns barely beat a team from like New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the yeah. people from New Zealand were jet lagged. <laughs> that and also, I believe. I believe was it Philly that played in Australia, like Melbourne? Yeah, and they—I I mean, they won. They won, but like everybody's going crazy over Markel Fultz's game, and uh, and also Ben Simmons hit a jump shot, and everybody yeah. lost their minds. Everyone like, lost their minds because Giannis minds. hit a three yesterday. Yeah, well, keep keep expecting that. That's just going to keep happening. Oh, I, I know. I mean, like I don't put any stock into what people do in the preseason because it's like glorified pick. Like, sure. here's the thing: like if 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 Ben. Simmons came and played pickup ball with us like he would just rain threes the entire yeah. time like he wouldn't miss and it's because it's like, sure. you know, like yeah it's pace of game yeah. and like the speed of the defenders and all that shit but I did want to talk about the Sixers it actually is on the rundown so we might as well talk about it but like so Markel Fultz it's been widely known 
that my man is uh he's got a little case of the yips he had the the yips last season which basically stopped him from um no you're going the wrong way it's in that drawer there. Sorry. I didn't. I know this is not great for the podcast, but you got to. Sorry, listeners. I might need to charge this my computer. This is a nice little look at uh, this is how the behind, behind the scenes. Uh, is that all that's there? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's in my backpack. Sorry. <laughs> my backpack's over here. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Markel Fold still has a broke ass jumper. So here's the thing. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that it's like a perfect jumper. However, it does look more fluid in like. Live game action, like substantially more fluid this year than it did last year. Like he he's got that that what did Katie call it the hezzy pull up jumbo, uh, jimbo jimbo. Thank you. Uh, he did pull up from like mid range, like right off the elbow, off the dribble a couple times in that game. Now again, competition level very very low, like very very low. Some team in Melbourne, but the the fact that he had an open look. Off the dribble, no less. Not off the shot. And also, he was able on a Ben Simmons drive to push out to the corner and from there then make it a corner three. Like, that's a marketed improvement from last year where he was. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I mean, he's lucky that he, he's got J.J. It's going to be interesting. To well, so, dude, they got, so, for now, granted, it's preseason, but, like, game one, they had J.J. coming off the bench. And they started Markel at the two. Well, I think that's what their future plan is. Not to start him at the two, though. You want that guy at the one. I mean, I guess technically Ben Simmons is the one, but yeah. nonetheless. Um, the other major, like, rookie. Oh, my God. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> We're good. Um, the other rookie who's, like, hotly debated, uh, depending on who you talk to, Luka Doncic had his uh, his debut for the uh, the Mavericks. I got to say, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, he looked he good. He looks good. He's competent. <clears throat> he looked and also, good. And they, also, someone said he looked like a 7-Eleven employee. He did. And it's like, that's a 7-Eleven employee who can ball. Right. So, like, you got to watch like, yourself. I, I like that team. Like, low-key, I think that team could make a playoff run. Yeah. Like, obviously, eight seed. But, like, I think, th- I think that Dallas team is le- legitimately, like, a sleeper team for me. Like, Dennis Smith Jr. is coming up on year two. He looked pretty good in the preseason. I liked him towards the latter portion of last season. He, like... Uh, they kind of just let him do his thing. Like Rick Carlisle is not traditionally a guy who likes rookies, but he let him do his thing last year and just kind of figure it out on the go because he knew they were going to suck. And now you pair those two, like having Doncic, who's almost like he's basically their point guard in that offense, and Dennis Smith, yeah. who can then kind of score off the dribble and score and get his own points. Um, I don't know. I like them. I really like them a lot. And like honestly, they think that they might be like a sleeper team for uh for a one Jimmy Butler. That's just my. My uh, my thought. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, trade like Harrison Barnes and Dwight Powell. See ya. They, <clears throat> I, why do they struggle so hard to get marquee talent? Like that's something that I brought up here before. But like they they really struggle to get guys in free agency. Yeah. Like nobody wants to go play. And I've been to Dallas. I'm not a big Dallas fan. So like maybe it's just guys don't like the city. But it could like, be that. But it is a bigger. It's a, it's a big market. Right. It's a big market. <laughs> you I, have an owner who who will now, pay money to win. Here's the one thing is like. That it was written about a lot during the off season. Like there are some, there are some real problems in the Dallas front yeah. office. Yeah, that's just true. like a lot of, um, uh, yeah, some some me too type shit, and just like overall, like the culture of the front office is uh, toxic from from what it sounds like from all reports. And the reality is, is like 
some of that front office shit doesn't get around to like normal media, but like players, players talk know and people, yeah. talk, yeah. people hear about and they it. know what front offices are like, yo, you don't want to work with this fucking team. So like, yeah. I always have a back of the, like in the back of my mind, like a suspicion of like, if people aren't going there, there's something in the front office Same where it's just like, with, like, I don't want to, like, or like the Clippers a couple of years ago, like the Clippers had a hard time getting, getting free agents for the longest time. Yeah. Um, and the, the, a lot of it was Donald Sterling, James Dolan. So they got right. the freaking Knicks are having that problem. Do you remember paid, <clears throat> what? I think it was, um, Elgin Baylor when he was working for the Clippers said that Donald Sterling would like take people, namely like women into the locker room and like, like the players would be like showering or like whatever. And he would be like, look at these beautiful black bodies. Yep. Like that's some straight he's a, he's slave owner dude. shit. He's a bad dude. Like he is like, a bad dude. By all accounts, like a pretty scumbag dude. Yeah, not, 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 dude. not great. Uh, speaking of L.A., great segue to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. LeBron played his first game last week as a Los Angeles Laker. Um, weird. It's weird. so weird. I don't like it. I don't either. Uh, I don't like it. I know it's one of those things where it's just like you're gonna get used to it as the season goes on, but it's just like at first glance. I don't like it. You know, there it, it feels oh, weird it, watching all of the guys that they got <laughs> in the offseason. That too, not a single that too. one. And so, I, I'm gonna say this: somehow, even Contavious Caldwell Pope, it seems weird seeing him right. in the Lakers. You a know, guy who played for them last year just doesn't it, make any damn sense that he's on that roster this year. The, you know, there's some guys where you're like, dude, I could totally, and this this goes through all sports, not just basketball. But you're like, yeah, I could, I could totally see that guy playing for that team. Um, just because like I can see him wearing that uniform, right. like it makes sense, and right. like you can visualize dude, it. Like there are, I'm gonna be honest with you, like there are far and few players who I can envision in a Lakers uniform. I completely like, agree. It's it, it's like an iconic it's uniform, a, a and I love uniform. the uniform. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's a weird. It's a, like the team itself. And like the the uniform, it just has this. I will say it's this. personified in a specific way. Where like only certain, like last year when Brooke Lopez was there, I'm like, mm, no. I don't look right. It's a weird this. jersey for that dude. I think uh, Kuzma and Brandon Ingram, that it's it fits them. I agree. Me. I agree. Now here's the thing: we only know them as Lakers players. That that's, is true. That's, so the, that's what that. I was gonna say but too. I was though, like, say this, Larry Nance Jr. Not a Lakers player to me. Interesting. He doesn't come off as a Lakers player. I will. I bet you at the end of his career, I'll remember him as like a Cleveland Cavalier. Interesting. We'll see how that Cleveland Cleverly is career though. But uh, I will say, say like five times. Wait, what? Yeah, I, I struggle with that. <laughs> I struggle with that. He looked he looked like the run. Um uh, he's definitely kinda of running the offense. They had him starting next to Rondo yeah. and Caldwell Pope and Brandon Ingram, who I, I don't I know you're not a big Brandon Ingram fan. I think Brandon Ingram is going to explode this season. I think that he's been forced to kind of fulfill that LeBron type role as like yeah. the main ball handler in that offense. And I don't think that it necessarily is like detrimental to his skill set but i think playing with lebron this year is going to open up the court for him so much and and his jumper has just gotten progressively better and his three-point shot has gotten progressively better as the as his as his career has gone on i genuinely think that he is going to just like make the most like the largest marketed improvement i hope he does i really would like to watch the slender man play very good basketball i would i would say i would say he's my pick for most improved player this year i genuinely think that he's gonna have like a a, just a skyrocket of a year Uh, you mcbuckets baby back in indiana (laughs) we've talked about it it. (laughs) we've talked about the brandon ingram thing and my feelings on brandon ingram um a few times Mm -hmm. on this podcast and so like I have said, I went on record and I said, I'm willing to give him this year and he can, if he can change my opinion this year, it's kind of a cop out because like he gets to play with LeBron and LeBron by all accounts makes every single player around him better. Right. But I'm still willing to give Brandon Ingram 
another season um, to to change to change my mind. Yeah. I am I am that guy sitting at that at that chair in the quad <laughs> with the sign that says Brandon Ingram is average. Changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we talked a little um, we talked a little preseason, but I do want to talk some uh, some just. Um, predictions for the Eastern Conference playoffs, or pardon me, the Eastern Conference, I should say. Yeah. Um, so, Nikki, you pulled up some wins predictions. Yeah. And I want to go yeah. to the Eastern Conference this week, uh, and then next week we'll do Western Conference. Sounds good. So, All right. pull that up, because um, yeah. I would like to know, I mean, we kind of have our predictions, so here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to go through each team. Yeah. Nikki's got their win predictions. I want to know each of us, I want to go around circle and make our own predictions, plus or minus X amount of gains based on that prediction. Uh, and then I want to do one through eight seed per, t- per person and who we think will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and then who ends up being the Eastern Conference Champion this year. Okay. Sound good? All right. Sounds good to me. I'm cool. good. I mean, we're only 16 minutes in. We should be able to knock this out. I think we're going to be able to do it. We're, we're going to go this. fast. All right, Nikki. All right. Read Eastern it Conference at 20. More. Sorry. <laughs> Good start. Good start. <laughs> Eastern Conference, 23 and a half wins. No. Eastern Conference, 23 and a half wins, the uh, least uh, in the entire NBA, Atlanta Hawks. What What was the over-under there? 23 and a half. Oof. I'm going to say... Oh, man. I'm going to say over. Over I don't know 23? why. I have this no. weird suspicion that Atlanta's going to be better than we think. Not good. I'm not saying good, but I think they're going to. I think they're going to outkick their coverage a little this year. I, think, I have them pegged right at 19 wins. Okay, I'm going to okay. say like I'm going to say like right around 26. See, I think I think I might have it. What is it like when it's right in the middle? Because I was like, I can see either 24 or 22. So pretty much 23 and a half. Yeah, so you're just calling so, it as is. Yeah, calling yeah. it as is. Yeah. That's I could see it being something right up there. Okay. So, uh, so you've you got the under, I've a, got the over, and you're just a wash. You're one even like, at twenty three and a half. As as a as a like a gambling man, mm-hmm. um, I am I am going to probably bet an NBA future that they don't win more than twenty three and a half games. So I'm I'm betting dumb. So like I'm legitimately to going to bet on that. What is a future? So I'm, I'm literally I'm literally betting at the beginning of the season oh. that they like like last year during college football I bet on Georgia to win it all. Before the season started, wow. that sucked. Yeah, God damn. <laughs> um, but like, so that's yeah. I mean, if they're twenty three and a half, I literally, I have legitimately have them pegged at nineteen wins. I've been, I've thought that for a while. They're not good. No, they they're are not good. No, and, and and if they think that Trey Young is going to be their savior, like I do, I really like John Collins. I genuinely like John Collins, but man, that team is is bad. Dude. There's just yeah. so there's bad. they don't have they don't have a single difference maker. What no. really quick? Like they don't have. And then they, the thing is, like sometimes, like when you're a team like the Nuggets, when you don't have like a marquee guy that you go to, like that's right. okay because you're there's so much talent, yeah. like on the court yeah. that like that you can you can I make feel up like that'll that. be the Clippers this year. They have a lot of talent to keep them into like the nine ten range all season long, and maybe yeah. get up to eight at one point. All right, who's next? Uh, the next one would be the New York Knicks at twenty eight, mm. or twenty eight and a half. Sorry, twenty eight for the Knicks. Kristaps is still down. Who knows when he's going to come back? I'm, I'm going to say under. I'm also going to say under because they don't know when Kristaps is coming back, dude. And like, if they don't have Kristaps, they don't have shit. Like, yeah. I do like Kevin Knox, and it'll be interesting to see him have an opportunity to like really carry a a significant level of of offensive load um that sounds so erotic i don't know why i can't get i'm here for it all right offensive Offensive load Mm. offensive load um but yeah i i do i do like him uh this year and and i i I don't know i I still say the under just because like 
Kristaps is going to be out for a while. We don't know when he's coming back. Yeah. I'm going to say like 26. Yeah, see, I see tw- 25, 26. That's where like, I'm that's that's sitting. You know, like the thing is they'll probably win 28 right. and, a, and a half games because <laughs> right. Vegas is <laughs> never wrong. Like the, the, Knicks, the Knicks went 28 and a half and like what? Like what, what did that leave them at? Like 58 and yeah. a half? Like, so like so it's like, oh, yeah. Hey, somehow they, they somehow won somehow half a game. found a way to not – uh, Yeah. Just to tie a game. All right, who we got next again? Next we got your hometown boys. Chicago Bulls, 28 and Your a half as well. Chicago Bulls, 28 and a half. I'm taking, it's going to pay me to say this. I'm taking the over. Uh, uh, I'm saying we're going to win 32 games this year. Oh, I got him at 31. Uh, ooh, I got so him at got 31. Yeah, I like the Bulls. Now, I'm higher on the Bulls than most I people. I'm shocked. On the under. I, I would love to see them on the under. Pick. And also, Lori's going to be out like six to eight weeks with that yep. elbow contusion. And, and Derek uh, Rose is back. For, oh, just and kidding. Zach Levine just got <laughs> Zach Levine just got like a Charlie horse or something. He looked good in that first preseason game. I know, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Yeah, no, he did. Jabari looked good with the ball, but man, yesterday against Milwaukee, he looked like trash. He can't. His yeah. lateral movement is bad. His lateral movement is awful. He's good in transition though like he really is good in transition he does drill he does handle the ball well uh yeah i have them as an over nick you have them as an over too i i probably but i want them to be an under where are you at with the knicks you didn't say about the knicks oh the knicks i think are gonna also gonna be under yeah yeah because I, I had them like 26 27 i so. think they're bad uh all right yeah. who's next uh next is chip boys tad the orlando magic what are we 18 and a half yeah <laughs> the fuck? There's, you, 30 and a half 30 under give me that under fast. i have i have orlando 24 pegged. i have, uh, same i have orlando pegged for 24 wins 24 if you can't tell i did i went through this before we uh talked <laughs> so like I've, I've i've already got my number in mind for all these teams yeah. so yeah. i'm not i have um, orlando pegged at 24 I, I i'm lucky because you two uh already did the research or you know you guys just kind of get it so i get time to think about what <laughs> to say i don't know i just like it's just they they're, they're bad they didn't they, make any moves in the offseason that make that make me feel confident do i like uh do i like the addition of obama sure but he's young he's unproven i jonathan isaac looked really good in preseason yeah i will say that it's just Aaron I don't Gordon I don't know how him and Aaron four, Gordon fit no together. Sense. It just makes no fucking yeah. sense. Oh, uh, see, I'm not that. I'm not worried about that. It's just that we don't have we don't have anybody. No. I mean, like those are those guys are objectively good who's, players. Who's your point guard this year? DJ Augustine. Um, DJ DJ Augustine, DJ Augustine Jaron Grant, and Isaiah Briscoe. Over. And I think Isaiah Briscoe is playing Jaron Grant out of a job right now. He probably should. Jaren, and we had Jaron Grant here for two seasons. He yeah. sucks. He's so he's bad. bad at basketball. I like Jaron Grant. He says all the right things and he does all the he's right things. Dude. And like, yeah, I got, I got no from, issue with he him. Comes but from he's from an NBA family. Like, he's, yeah, not, he's, not, he's not good. He's not good. Um, I, like, I, like D, I like DJ Augustine. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Grant is a monster. The one that just got drafted by the Pacers. That You're thinking of somebody different, buddy. What? Yeah, you're thinking of Aaron Holiday. Holiday, yeah, my buddy. bad, Drew. Yeah, yeah. My Drew, bad. Drew, and uh, Justin Justin's Holiday's brother. I we also, also had Justin Holiday. I, we have Justin Holiday. Yeah. I I used to really hate DJ Augustine. Like I'm talking back in the day, like his his like Charlotte Bobcats days. Wow, um, <laughs> that's going back. That's dude, before he was wow. even like remotely good. And uh, like I used to just really just not like his game. Um, but uh, you know that said, um, I like him a lot. Like his like time like. Like the, his like journeyman career that yeah. he's had, uh, he, but he's a, he's a great second option yeah. at point guard. He's a great guy to come out and get you fourteen right. points off the bench. But I like, mean, he did it with by the no means. Yeah. yeah, he was great here. He should never be your starter. No, that's he just that's bad. He's Do not a starter. And I, I like Fournier? him. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, so trash. Fournier? 
Uh, and then was it Vucevic, right? Am I crazy or not? Vucevic? 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 He hates that nickname. Vuce is still there. I actually like, like, like the Vuce. They gotta trade him this I'm, year. I'm really out on him. Like I don't him? like, but the thing is, like he's objectively a good player. Yeah. Fuck yeah. The thing is, though, he plays no fucking defense. No. And he's he's like he's East. Well, I guess Eastern Conference Enos Cantor is Enos Cantor. But but he's he's Enos Cantor. I mean, he's equivalent. He's better. Than, he's better than I'd, I'd rather have him. I really like a, would. He's like a ba- he's like a baby. <laughs> the thing, the, the major difference between him and Enos Cantor is Enos Cantor dominates the boards. Enos like, Cantor cannot shoot. I, Vucevic also had a thirty rebound game, like a few years ago. It was like six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for making. My I, I was like shit. I was like I was in college. Thank you. Thank you for making my case stronger. I, I don't know, but yeah, I, they've got a also fun year, fact. Man. Nikolai Vucevic went to USC. That's where he played college ball. Most people assume. Yeah. Most people assume that he's uh, just a foreign, kid. a foreign guy. Yeah. Um, I did he go there? Like, please, did he go please there be from, short. Please be uh, short. Please be short. Sorry, <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching the Brewers game. I everybody, know. I did the same thing last so year. So I'm, Cubs. I'm really yeah, sorry. I, I'm, I just there's I a ball hits to the warning <laughs> track. <laughs> where are you from? He's from Iowa. He's I get to pick. I get to. I get to pick my team. You know what? Though here's the thing: Orlando Magic, Green Bay Packers, Milwaukee Brewers, Chicago Blackhawks. I'll take that. So you know what? I've got two teams that are consistently very good in the Blackhawks and the and the What's Packers. What's your badminton team? I have uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> One time in college, my cousin and I uh, played. We 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 took badminton like as a PE, and um, we uh, made it to the semifinals where we got absolutely dominated by these two Korean students. Yeah, that, just, checks, that checks out. Just an absolute massacre. <laughs> that checks out. Uh, One thing I forgot to mention about the Knicks. Um, Nick got Mario Hazonia, so yeah. maybe I want to go over. No, I'm actually really excited for Mario Hazonia. Did this you year. see the um, uh, the undrafted free agent or well undrafted rookie that they ended up picking? He scored 20 points in the second quarter yesterday. Oh yeah, I did see that. That shit was wild. I forget his name. Um, I don't remember his name either. Also, Kevin Knox looks good. Yeah, he does. Kevin Knox looks I, good. I like Kevin. He's got Knox. a weird forehead. He does. But I yes. mean, otherwise, Kevin. oh, we're talking about his game, right? Yeah, his game looks good too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> So back. I also I got the Magic under, um, and then so according to these guys tied with the Orlando Magic, uh, a fifty win team last year, Cleveland Cavaliers. Oof. I have the Cleveland Cavaliers making the eight seed. They're at I I do too actually. I have the Cleveland I have, Cavaliers. I have them. I have them like maybe like right outside, maybe like eight, somewhere in that eight to ten range. I had them. I think getting, they're better than people think they're going to be. I, I have think, them. At, oh. I, was, I got them at forty wins and and just making it or just missing it out of eighth. Eighth place because I think that's Here, how the Eastern Conference. Here's the this thing: year. that team was bad last year, and it's the same exact team, but it was championship LeBron James level bad. That team is like good enough for the Eastern Conference. They just are. The Eastern no, they, they so are, bad. and I think I think with Kevin Love in a more prominent role. Like as the go- as the guy, like I actually think they could make the eight seed. Although when he was the guy in Minnesota, say, and they, they, yeah. but they the difference there is the fucking Western Conference. True. Yeah, so true. I so I have them I have them at thirty nine wins, which in the horrific East is good enough. So yeah. here they have them as what thirty thirty point five. No 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 no. I got yeah. I think I have yeah, them like right over. around. I think I have them like right around thirty eight. I got them at forty. Thirty eight feels right to me. I have them like at thirty nine. Either and sneaking in, either making the playoffs or just like right outside of the playoffs. Yeah, so like thirty seven, thirty eight. The Eastern Man, Conference is so bad. Like, dude, you got, already have you already have your bottom two teams in Orlando and Atlanta. Right. The the and the Knicks and the, the Knicks. The I Knicks, think I have the Bulls. them doing what the Heat did two years ago when the Bulls just beat them out. 
but I think oh. they were tied with the last, yeah. the like right towards team, the end. If Christian Yelich hits a walk off home run right now, I'm going to scream into this microphone. Mm-hmm. So I just want I'm going to prepare our listeners' scream ears. Away though, scream away. <laughs> I don't know if I'll keep, be able to do that. His, 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 there will be no action in his brain. He won't be able to think properly. Uh, all right, all right. Who we got next? Next we got. Uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets at thirty one point five. I'm oh man, they have done better than the Cavs. Yeah. See, this is a team I don't know. The Nets are weird. They're a weird team. They they did the they makeup Carroll, the makeup right? of the team, the junkyard dog. Yeah, Demari Carroll, Karis Levert. They've got um, Karis Levert, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. I like Karis Levert. I Me really too. Do. Like him a lot. Uh, they, for Logan he was Square the fourteenth rated yeah. greatest, player, greatest player in Logan Square Pugs history. The <laughs> the fourteenth uh, rated player in one on one situations uh, uh, last season. No, I like Karis Levert. I, I really do. I, I I genuinely like him. Uh, hold on. There it is. Uh, no, I I like Karis Levert. Like they've got uh, Jared Jared Allen. I I really like last year. I thought he had an underrated. Uh, uh, just not an underrated season, but I think he was underrated as a rookie last is year. Is Jeremy Lin still there? Jeremy Lin's in Atlanta. Now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, remember he got rid of a Carmelo again. Yeah, uh, he, made that really, <laughs> he, made, he made that really funny joke that one time. Uh, <laughs> got jokes. <laughs> um, no, I I don't know, man. The Nets I'm are more the than Nets thirty-one. More than more than thirty. The thing is, I honestly think there's a good chance it's them or the Cavs for me. They're eight and nine. Mm. I really think that. I'm gonna call it a wash on that one. I, I think I think they're gonna finish right around thirty-two, right around thirty-one, thirty-two. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I was gonna say thirty-three. They don't. So I got they a don't little, have little baby over. They don't have any players on that team that stand out. Like now, if D'Angelo Russell can finally have a good season, which I don't see it happening, just because he's just his career is done. I mean, it's over. I mean, he'll never live up to the, to the expectations. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, they're definitely not a playoff team for me, and I I think I have them like right around like thirty-one. See. I go back to the same argument I make every time they play in the East. The East. Why is why is the East so much worse than the West? Is it because like we talked about this on the last episode? Like, is it because the cities are the destinations are more attractive? Like, look, I get it. Nobody wants to go fucking play and live in Milwaukee. Well, that's the thing. Is it's like basketball, I, I like Milwaukee as a city. A winter- I'm not trying to bash on Milwaukee as a city, but like. Like these guys, like these star players, yeah. don't want to live in Milwaukee. It shouldn't matter though, because like, like, I mean, so yes, basketball is a winter sport, and yes, living in like Milwaukee or or Philadelphia for that matter, or like, I mean, Philadelphia is good, but like, yeah, but like Atlanta's nice well, all year round. Minnesota, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like Orlando <laughs> is great. All year round, Orlando. Yeah, but Orlando is a shitty city, though, dude. Sure, like, it's I, don't get, get me wrong. You got though. Disney World. My man, grandparents live there, and I make every excuse not to go there. Yeah, uh, I've never been. I know we. I know we. So we crazy. talk about this I all mean, the time. I've never right been. Now. My favorite team is there, and I've never been. I've it's, seen multiple Orlando Magic games in my life, and they've either been in Minneapolis or Chicago. God, yeah, I, I'm gonna say this. Orlando is very lucky that it has the Wizarding World of Harry yeah. Potter. <laughs> yeah, and um, I've also. You know, I mean, I've never, I've never it. been to Disney World. Never yeah. been to Disneyland. I had a yeah. deprived childhood. My parents hated me. Yeah, shout yeah. out to my mom who listens to this podcast. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> Hi, Mama Hall. She listens every episode. She's Mama, a de- she, Mama Hall. Is a, she's a dedicated listener. Mama Hall sounds like my dad tried to, but he couldn't figure out how to get it on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say Mama Hall sounds like uh, the spokesperson for halls. Yeah, like it's just like a, a nice old lady. She like has like older, older white woman who like gives people lozenges when their throats are scratchy. Yeah, so my mama is fifty three. She is young and. She's holding like She's a yellow blanket. Beautiful. She's nice. She's a nice lady. <laughs> Hi, mom. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Who we got next? 
Uh, next would be the let's see, we got thirty-five and a half Charlotte Hornets. Under, mm-hmm. under, under. I have them right at thirty-three wins, so barely under, but under. They're I think not, I think Bridges great, is going to help them out. Bridges looks good he, early he in the preseason, but also I don't know, man. They just they have like they're another team that's like. See, th- here's here's my thing. Why do I think that? The Nets will win more games than them because I think they have like younger, yeah. hungrier players. That like it's still the weird kind of team makeup. Like there's not a single person on that team who I'm like, ah oh, man. Like I, Kemba Walker aside, whatever. I don't like Kemba Walker. I don't want to get into that again. Right. But having said that, like they don't. The team is so weird. Like that team is just like not good. Yeah. No. I mean they they had their their moment of of shine. What? Th- fuck, that's like three years ago now, right? Yeah, something like that. That was three years. That was when D. Wade was still on the Heat. I mean, yeah. before he left and then came back. But like, he's <laughs> what two years removed from being on the Heat? So that was three years ago Think when so, they were in the yeah. playoffs. That's insane to me, man. Yeah, I don't know. That window's closing. I, I got them like right around like, that 34. window. That window. Well, it's closed. It's closed. It's, yeah. yeah. Like the Frank Kaminsky experiment. That's done. Oh, I love Frank. Kemba Walker's got to get traded I, this year. Marvin Williams was a bad contract. Nicholas Batum was a bad contract. You know, you Michael Kidd, Girl Chris, that I'm experiment's done. For? I'm very excited for the French connection that the Hornets get to have this year. Uh, Tony Parker looks like shit. Tony Parker to Batum, he baby. He looks so bad. This, He's old, man. He should have retired, too. He should have retired. I mean, I get it, though. Stack that cheddar, young man. Stack that cheddar, 40-year-old Tony Parker. How much did they pay him? Like, nine mil? A ten? Yeah. I mean, dude, that's ten million dollars more than I've ever had. Ten million dollars more than you'll ever make. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, brother. That's why Pop said, go ahead, go get your money, because we sure should have given you They weren't going to pay him. Um, All right, who's next? Uh, Next. Oh, no. I hit it. Okay. Uh, After Charlotte Hornets is the 38-and-a-half Detroit Pistons. 38-and-a-half Detroit (sighs) Pistons. See, that's like the eight seed team. I see them being like right Who do they? I mean, they have Blake Griffin. They got Blake Griffin. They've got uh, Reggie Jackson. They've got Bobby Shmurda. And they've got, uh, what's his face, Uh, Andre Drummond. Now, if they can figure out how to run the offense through Blake Griffin like they tried to do last year, um, and who's their head coach now? I totally forgot who they hired. Um, Isn't it Budenholz? No, he's, no, in, he's in Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. The Toronto Raptors coach. Oh, Dwayne oh, Casey. Right. Dwayne, Dwayne Casey. Casey's their coach now. They'll I like, overachieve. I, I think they're going to do better this I, year. I, yeah, I, I got I'll them go at 40. Over. I got them at 40. I got Dwayne Casey definitely doing better. I think Detroit makes the playoffs this year. I think, that, I think that he figures out a way to really get the most out of Blake running kind of like point forward for that team. And having yeah. Andre Drummond just kind of like rim run, uh, I don't think he's gonna like the role that he's in. But I, I see them overachieving. I'm gonna say 40 games. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll win more than that. I could see that too. Uh, so next we would have um, 42 and a half Miami Heat. So this is pre Jimmy Butler trade. I think I'm gonna go over just because I do think that they're gonna make that trade. Yeah. I I there's some there's some offers out there. Like I think last one I saw was Josh Richardson and um, uh, Bam Adebayo with a first round pick for Jimmy, yeah. and which Bucks, I don't hate. The Bucks said no for Jimmy for Chris Middleton. Yeah, they're not going to give up on Chris Middleton. No, I think no. I think that's a smart move. I don't think they should. He stretches the floor better than Jimmy could. Yeah. I think they need to keep. He fits Chris the Middleton. team better. Yeah. yeah, like he. I mean, like. Like you don't you don't need another guy who's going to go to the basket as much as Giannis does. That was also nice watching the game last night, seeing Brook Lopez out the corner three passing it. Sometimes he shot a three and hit it. Sometimes he would fake it and drive in. It looked nice. Uh, yeah. He didn't hit all the threes, but that's okay. He was trying. I don't know why. Like if they're going to go for Miami, like why don't you just trade him for Justice Winslow and like? Because Justice Winslow fucking. St- 
Jinx. Justice Winslow doesn't think. And I think Justice Winslow gives them. Justice Winslow is good for the Minnesota Timberwolves because he gives them superior level of offense or defense, pardon me, and doesn't take away possessions on the offensive side. Fine. Yeah. Fair, like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, for, as far as like fit is concerned, like if you don't want to take, like, it's crazy to me how yeah, little, need how be. little they leveraged Cat last year. Like, per, points per possession, per 100 possessions last year, he was like top five in the league, but he had like bottom level actual numbers of possessions per game. Yeah. Like, he just didn't get the ball enough last year. And a lot of that had to do with Jimmy being the number one option. And like, it was noted that before, when before Jimmy went down, they were good. They were like top five in the Western Conference. Yeah. And then when he went down, they, they were, were noticeably worse. Well, they were in third place for like more for than a while. half the for season. A while. They I were great. Like. But I think like Justice Winslow makes sense for that roster because he just kind of slots in as like the defensive guy who can guard multiple positions. He can play the three, play the four. Like if you want to play a small ball lineup, you can put him at the four. If you want to play a bigger lineup, you put him at the three. Um, but anyways. Uh, I think my, I'm going to say Miami goes over this year. I have, them. although Dion Waiters looks so fat. Yeah, he, he is. I so love fat. fat. I love fat NBA players. I love them. Fat I love when Waiters. I loved when Jermaine O'Neal got fat. I loved when Boris Dia got fat. Oh. I love when Vince Carter had his little stretch of being a fat guy. Oh, I fat. love fat hey, NBA you players. Know what? Okay, really <laughs> quick, I love him. Really I love. Quick. I loved Eddie Curry. Eddie Curry was always fat. He didn't yeah, get I know. Fat. I just loved him. He was really? fat guy. <laughs> Robert Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. I love Charles Barkley. He's just a fat guy. Real quick. So that and also them them saying that Doncic looked like a seven eleven basketball player. Who's your who's your starting seven eleven ballers? Ooh, uh, just like not. It's, in great it's hard. Shape is it hard? Is it, can I just say it's hard because there's no there's no Middle Eastern guys in the NBA. Like no. not one. Jesus oh. God, why? Let's cut that part. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Not that. Listen, uh, listen, that ain't it, Chief. Here's here's what you need to know: oh. Cambodians. Run donut restaurants. That's a fact. And I mean, dude, Middle you're Eastern not wrong. The Middle, run Middle Eastern people and they, they they do like what's wild is like they run them and then like like I'm you know what I'm just, I'm not gonna stop. Anywho, uh, that's that that or like it's gotta be like a like a crusty looking white dude. Uh, it's just so supposed to be out of shape employees. That's oh, it's supposed what? to be. You gotta be more specific. Oh uh, my god, yeah, Jay coming in with some. Sorry, all all out of shape NBA team. James Harden. Uh, pretty yes. much like most of the Rockets, frankly. <laughs> James Harden, Eric Gordon, Carmelo PJ Anthony, PJ Tucker. Tucker's nice and doughy. Uh, Jabari Parker looks like he could. He's a uh, yeah. He looks like he has a yeah. job at a convenience store. Jo- oh, Joe Ingles. Joe, Joe Ingles. Ingles for fucking Joe Ingles sure. looks like a math teacher. Joe Ingles uh, looks like he works at Target. <laughs> yeah, Ingles he's a Target manager though. Let's be, let's be well, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy manages the Target. Yeah, uh, or he's a Walmart. He's been manager. there for thirteen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Miami. Uh, Deion Waiters. And That's right. Yeah, I was like, why, why, so why fat. Get on this he's so fat. Uh, who we got next? All right. Miami. Next, oh, uh, I have Miami at 41 wins. I don't think I said that. I yeah. don't know if I did or not. I think I have them right around there. I 41 have, wins. I have at 43. I have, like, yeah, over. I have them a little bit over. Uh, Maybe like 44. Next, 44 and a half, the Washington Wizards. Under. More. I have them over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit. explain your logic. I want to hear it. I mean, they play in the fucking East. The East is bad. Like, I think they win 47 games this season. Dwight Howard is going to tear that team apart. It's going to happen. Yep. He's going to tear that team apart. I don't know how. I haven't figured it out, but he's going to tear that team apart. He's going to figure it out. He doesn't play well with others. Nope. He just doesn't. Nope. And, like, John Wall, once again, came into the offseason fat as fuck and is going to play himself into shape during the regular season. Yeah. The only guy in that team that takes his job seriously is Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. And that's a real problem for a team that's supposed to contend in the Eastern Conference. 
I just I I've lost. Oh, faith I don't think in they're John I don't Wall. think they're contenders. I've I've never had faith in John Wall. Never. I think they're going to be bad this year. I think they're going to be bad. I think Scott Brooks is going to get fired, and I think Dwight Howard is going to retire after this season. Dwight Howard will not. Dude, Dwight Howard got to keep cashing those checks, yeah. pay off all those baby mamas, dude. Oh, he is man. not retiring. That's all right. He can do some more commercials. <laughs> uh, he said though, when he, he retires, do, he wants uh, to be a farmer. That's my favorite favorite <laughs> thing. He can do wild and out again. There you go. Yeah, you know what? You know what's really oh, good for destroyed. your. I know, but also, you know what's really good for your back, Dwight Howard, being a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. You make a you make a strong case there. Right. Uh, I am not, unless, unless I, I don't that know now. Like joke. I had them, I had them at like. Damn it, dude! I don't know. Like maybe <laughs> maybe under now. Like you Dwight you Howard. might have talked. You might have like. I kind of forgot about Dwight Howard. I'm gonna be completely honest. Yeah, he's easy to forget now, man. I'm gonna say 41. How, like, what are the odds that John Wall chucks a ball at Dwight Howard's face during a game? I'm this telling season? you, dude, he's they're gonna get into a fight. John Wall gets heated, and like Dwight Howard is a child, and yeah. he likes to poke the bears. Just don't do it. Yeah, don't I do see it. That. Is there like I'm gonna say there'd be a forty this year or Kelly Oubre? John John Yo, Wall is one of those guys who is like he's like a he's a I mean he's a good player like objectively speaking, but he's like one of those guys who like they just talk about so much. Like that, like they, they try to turn him into he's a had, star player. He's had seasons, though. yeah. But the he thing is, really like though, has. but like they they hit it over your head where it's like this guy. It's like Carmelo. It's like this guy is a star player, and it's like yeah, like he's good basketball player. But like, what does he do that like really makes the team better or like contributes? You know, like I don't know. Like I just I just think he's a star because he's, he's supposed to be a star because he's, he's been marketable since he was at Kentucky. True, and he's had but he has had season where he's been like. Top 10 in assists, top 5 in assists, like really good on the defensive end, like top 10 in steals, so 20, 20-ish point per game scorer. He's, he's been good for stretches. Um, and I think, you know, that run that they made to the Eastern Conference Finals, like that that really put them at that level in certain people's eyes. But he just – it just – I don't respect a dude that comes into every offseason out of shape. I just yeah. don't. I just It makes me angry. It's like, bro, you had four months to get your shit together. Like and if I've you really want to win, years. yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily for you, sales is not a. Uh, there are no performance enhancing drugs for sales. Uh, Coke, never mind. Uh, just Coke. I gotta run around the room. I gotta. I gotta run around the room. I'll be right back. Oh my God. Okay. And it's over. Okay. Okay. All right. He's, well, he's gonna win. Over. They won. All right. Go uh, into the bathroom or something. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. There it is. Well, the Brewers won, and Tad is excited, but he's keeping his composure. You know what? I respect it because I, I would have lost my shit. Hell out of that. That's I would have lost my go. shit. I respect way it. Way to go! It's a hell of a shot. Who was that? Travis Shaw? That was uh, Moose. Big Moose. Moose. Mike Moustakis, just a fucking ripper down the fucking first baseline. Let's fucking go! Oh. Now he's back in. Uh, now he's back in. I'm happy that this happened during the podcast because had they lost during the podcast, the entire you might podcast not have heard a over. word out of me. It would have been done. All right, I would have just said fuck everything. Next up is uh, yield. Uh, what do we got? Forty-seven and a half. Indiana Pacers. I, Over. I, I have them at fifty I, wins. I agree. I really like Indiana this year, and I really like the signing of Tyreek Evans. Yeah. I think it's a you really good really signing. Like option. Yeah. I, I, really really, I really enjoy the signing of Dougie McBucket. Yeah, you keep you, Dude, keep you, you that love shit out. you love McBucket, which oh, is fine, man. No. Everybody's got their guy. I, look at Nicky Rose. Every, every if, if the biggest, the worst thing ever was that Stacy King. God love him. I know fucking Chicago fans will love him as a, as a color guy. Uh, color guy, not colored Thank guy. I want to fucking enunciation, bro. I wanna make a distinction Jesus there. Uh, <laughs> the fact that he uh, 
when he scored like 20 points in a game, which he did do a couple times in his Chicago career, that Stacey King never referred to it as a 20-piece McBuckets. It's a <laughs> fucking travesty. Oh, you know, it's, easy, it's easy to forget when it happens three times. Uh, I'm just saying, man. In his, in his five years I'm going to say this. Right now, Dougie McBuckets is my J.J. Reddick. Okay, just a guy I want to see do good. I get it, dude. It's just, it's just not gonna happen. It's not. I'm gonna be honest with you. Your your love for your love for for Doug McDermott, though. I'm. It does. You. I. I need to stress to you that it does not compare to my love for JJ (laughs) Reddick. Some tattoos. I need him to get some tattoos. That's what it is. He needs to get some edge, dude. But you know what? You're not gonna get any edge in Indiana. Sorry, I I saw. I don't know. Victor Oladipo is pretty cool. I saw a poll on Instagram the other day that was like. Does it mean that your boyfriend is secretly gay if he would have sex with his favorite male celebrity? And I was like, absolutely not. No, not no, at all. No, there's just one man. One man for me. Everybody's got a list. His is JJ Reddick. <laughs> uh, Without a second thought. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who we got next? Uh, next after the Indiana Pacers is forty-seven and a half Milwaukee Bucks over fifty-two wins. Dear noise. Ah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say even. I, I just don't You're know, man. At 47? Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I, this, I, what have they added in the offseason? Like, what have they really added? Mike Budenholzer and Mike Brooke Budenholzer, Lopez. Mike Budenholzer, dude. Like, and I yeah, like, fucking, dude, Nikki's kind of brought me around on the Brooke Lopez I thing. like, look, I like, I like Bud. I'm a big fan. I really liked him in Atlanta. He, he runs a, a really solid system. It'll be interested to, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But fucking a, dude! I, I just—they didn't do anything in the off season. They did nothing. They didn't sure up their three point shooting much. They still have Tony Snell. He's—I mean, we've experienced. They got rid of Jabari Parker, which <laughs> helps to some extent. But like, who did they replace him with? Nobody. Like, they didn't bring anybody in except for Brooke Lopez. I just—I I see them finishing like right at that even mark, like right around forty-seven. I think they're going to finish outside of the top five in the Eastern Conference this year. Um, well, this has them at one, two, three, at four. Yeah, fifth would be the Pacers for them. Yeah, uh, I think the so, Pacers are better than the Bucks. Uh, right I do now. too. Yeah, I, th- I think the Pacers are better than the Bucks. Really uh, so then I got next. Ah, up. I got I got the Pacers at fifty and the Bucks at fifty two. It's close though. Like it's not the gap is not big. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Pacers. If there make, is a gap, I think the Pacers make a jump this year. I, I genuinely do. Yeah. Uh, who's next? Next at a uh, uh, Trejo is fifty four and a half Philadelphia seventy sixers. I'm gonna say over, like just slightly over. I, I got them at like 56, 56. Yeah. What was what? What, what did you have? 54, 54 and a half. Philadelphia 76ers. Why does everybody get a half win? <laughs> it's based on a voting system of four people, and they they split it on the middle. <laughs> uh, man, 54 and a half. I'm gonna go 58. I bet you they win 58 games. I have to say something. I know we're supposed to be talking basketball right now. Alex Rodriguez sucks. Oh, that's not what I was going to say. But he does. He stinks. He doesn't. He's great. Uh, uh, he was awful in that game the other night. Sorry. Anyway, go on. Here's what I was going to say. Wouldn't it be against his contract to work for Fox and ESPN? How the fuck does that work? Mm-hmm. He's been doing Sunday Night Baseball for ESPN all year, and now he's on Fox. How the fuck does that work? I don't know. Those are two different networks. A rug. Anyways, so he sorry. takes steroids while he does. Uh, oh no, Fox and ESPN are both owned by Disney. Fox is not owned by Disney. Didn't yeah? Is. Didn't they just didn't Disney just acquire them? I believe. Oh no, uh, the Fox uh, Searchlight, which is just a movie corp, like a movie. I thought there. they. I thought Fox only retained like Fox News and uh, whatever else. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so who, where do you have Philly? 
I have him. I have him at. Uh, uh, I have him at fifty-eight wins. Oh wow, fifty-eight win mm-hmm. is in, so over. That's, dude, they're they're I in said, the East and they're good. They're good. That team's loaded with talent. And if Markel Fultz can be live up to three quarters of the expectations, they're better than they were last season. I agree, and I love the Wilson Chandler pickup. I do. They don't have to play against LeBron. Like they retained JJ. That was important for yeah. them. Um, you know Jaleel that team. Lyle that team is good. And like, I loved uh, Dario. You you yeah. know like like a lot of those guys are gonna take another step. Yeah. If, and if like Markel, I'm, I'm, I should say I'm expecting right. those guys to take yeah. another step. And if, if Robert Covington can like maintain a level of play, because like last year he came out of the gates firing Fucking after he signed that contract, fire. and then he just teared. He could not hit anything need yeah. need contribute the thing is like that that team honestly like ben simmons is obviously fucking great joe Embiid, assuming he doesn't get injured is going to do a lot of good things but that team is going to like where they finish like i'm talking like you know four or five wins here is really dependent on the play of dario sarge tj mcconnell and robert covington those 100%. are the those are the three guys my, that like will my only thing is like what really gave them that like TJ late... McConnell also all seven eleven team real quick sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> thank you I yes. agree with that uh, what gave them a late season surge last year though was the pickups of Marco Bellinelli and Ersan er- 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 Ilyasova oh those hey, guys er- 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 I hate Ersan Ilyasova I hate him I he looked good yesterday he was he was great with so, the Sixers towards the end of the season but no like, I mean yeah. I like his game I just hate him because we traded Tobias Harris for him in the fucking corpse of Brandon Jennings a few years ago so <laughs> I just like I'll love to Ersan Ilyasova but like, you know he didn't it, request a trade to Orlando right you I don't know nobody wants to go to Orlando right I don't give a fuck what he wanted I but that's my thing is like they didn't they didn't really add anybody like I like Wilson Chandler. But, like, he's not necessarily a high percentage three-point shooter. And, like, they need more dudes that are going to stretch the floor. That's no, but the thing, is, and- the thing is you, got, you have a guy like Wilson Chandler. What Wilson Chandler gives you is, uh, dude, like, the Nuggets relied on him a lot. Like, you don't have to rely on him. Three and D, dude. Like, sit in the corner and fucking hug threes. Like, when called upon and he can produce in that role. I don't know what his three-point percentage was last year or what his career percentage was. 38.5% is what I'm going to go ahead and say it was last season. But that's I'll look it up. I think he's a career a career. Assumption. I think he's like a career thirty eight percent shooter. Right around thirty six. That was so quick. <laughs> I just feel like he's like right around thirty six. But nonetheless, like my thing is like I really like him. I like that addition. They didn't add many other people because their GM search literally ended four weeks ago. By a guy who one of their own players only remembers dunking on. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like it, it just I I I I do see them finishing over because I think a lot of those guys are going to make. Strides. thirty thirty five point eight percent. So I was right. I had the right numbers. You just dyslexic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I said thirty. He's actually only so a thirty four percent three point shooter. I honestly thought his numbers are better than that. So yeah. that hand up, that's on me. So that's what I'm saying. Like thirty six percent three point shooter career wise. Like not bad, not good. Hall of Famer or Wilson Chandler? <laughs> maybe, maybe DePaul Hall of Fame. Uh, I actually met him in an airport in Denver. Uh, he is so cool. Like yeah. the nicest dude. I saw him is and I was just like... Is he the one who has like a really deep voice? Uh, no, he's got like a normal guy oh, voice. Okay. Like a normal... My favorite thing voice. is when like professional athletes have like weird voices. They're like, like Pat Mahomes. Like, Pat Mahomes like, sounds like fucking Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <sighs> hey, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> bad. Miss Piggy. That's, that's not bad. No, that's, that's not you bad. know who else sounds like uh, Kermit the Frog? Jewel. The recording artist oh, Jewel. Yeah. Only when she sings. Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's like kind of her, her thing, you know? so many songs about rainbows? <laughs> what is that song that she has? We'll share Yeah, that's, yeah. The, my favorite one is the one about hands. My hands are small, yeah. I know, but they're not yours. Fucking, 
Kermit the Frog. Oh, Lord. This is why people listen to this, this podcast. Is it. Hot takes. <laughs> right. We're jumping um, up to number two. Number two. I already know who it's going to be, but I want to hear what their, their win total is at. 55 and a half. For Toronto? Toronto Raptors. Yeah. I. Oh, man. Uh, here's the thing, man. If my opinion is if Kawhi comes back this year and is Kawhi, they're 100% the second best team in the Eastern conference. And I'm going to, I'm going to go with 55. I'm going to go with just over, uh, just over their expected win. Total. I kind of, I'm going to be under I they for, were 55 and a half. Okay. So then I'm going to say 55 and a half. Watch. Mm-hmm. We'll say 56 just to be nice. I am going to walk back. Actually, no, My, I said I'm, the Sixers I'm gonna, are at 56. I'm going so to walk, I'm going to walk the 76ers back a little bit. And I'm going to give them 55 wins. I mm-hmm. think. Um, 55, 56. I'm going to go ahead and say the Raptors win 58 games. I mean, yep. like it kind of hinges on Kawhi Leonard, but I, yeah, I think so too. I think they're going to be like right around that 57 ish area. I think they're definitely going fi- to finish in the second uh, at the second seed. Assuming again, assuming that Kawhi is Kawhi. If Kawhi is yes. not Kawhi this year, they are going to have a rough season. They have a very deep bench and that helps them a lot. Like, yeah, OG Ananobi's got his second year. He was really good last year. Fred Van Fleet is back. Well, they can be very much like the Denver Nuggets yeah. if they don't they've have got, They've Leonard. got a deep bench. Like, you've got Pascal Siaka. Or, like, like the they've San got a lot of guys. Spurs if they don't have Kawhi Leonard. I also, I keep waiting, though, for this to happen. And the one big concern I have about the Raptors, you know what? I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and say they're at 50. They're probably under. Honestly, and I think that this, I'm going to stick with 76 to 58, and here's why. Because I wait for this every year. I keep waiting for Kyle Lowry to fall off the cliff, and it's coming. It's going to happen. He's getting older. He's like 34. He probably got depressed this offseason, too, and like ate a lot, so he's probably fat Kyle Lowry again. Ooh, I love dude. fat Kyle Lowry. Fat so there's Kyle another, there's another basketball player, big baby. Butt. Uh, he's got a big-ass, eleven baller. Butt right I there. just I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop with him like because it is, it's coming. Like His game, like... I just I don't know I just I'm not so I'm gonna go under yeah um, he does strike me as somebody who's like gonna have a fast decline yeah like there, there's not gonna be like a small trickle down he's gonna go from like averaging 22 going to like he, averaging like 14 he kind of like reminds Durant me Williams? of Steve Francis a oh, lot okay. I can see Steve Francis interesting that's like not as crazy well I'm just, <laughs> yeah that does not smoking it, uh, you know what I'm not gonna say that he just looks like he smokes crack uh, okay what do they got Boston at 58 and a half over, I'm 62. I, I think so too. Yeah, I think so I think too. I've got them the like 60s. right around 61. I, I think I, they're, they're they're the best team in the East. And if they stay healthy, it's like it's not even gonna be fucked. I can see giving them they're, like a they're six, my, uh, 60 and a half. They're my non Warriors NBA champion. Yeah, <laughs> like if if the Warriors, like if they all like die in a plane <laughs> the crash, war, you're right, right. If, if, if they had like a we are Marshall situation, or if, or if Boogie, Boogie just like tears them tears apart. <laughs> Boogie sees Boogie sees what Dwight Howard is doing. He's like, I can one up that. Yes, <laughs> hold, my, I, hold my beer, yeah. Dwight Howard. I would, I would though, if the Warriors didn't exist, if that wasn't a thing, I would pick the Celtics to win the NBA Finals. They're so good. Yeah. Um, all right. He's so good. Uh, that fucking NBA meme. Tad, one through eight, playoff seedings. Who you got? Uh, Eastern Conference or the Western Conference? Since uh, we've been talking about the East all night. No, no, no Eastern. <laughs> so, this guy. Ah, uh, damn it! Sorry. Yeah, uh, so for I have. Uh, 76ers. Actually, why, not 76ers, why, don't, why don't we do this? The why, don't, why don't we go around? We'll go one, two. We'll just go that instead of all the way down to see what okay. Because I'm sure there's okay. going to be commonality. I have, right. I have a Celtics at one. Yeah, I, I got mean, Celtics. I, I, I think that's yes. unanimous. Celtics, right? so at, Celtics one. at one is unanimous. I have the 76ers at two. I have the Raptors at two. I've got Raptors I at two. I do have the Raptors at two, but I, I can see a case for the Sixers at two. I just, I just think if Kawhi is Kawhi, 
that be- that they have so much depth on that bench. But so do the 76ers. Not nearly as much as the, the Raptors, though, dude. Like they the have 76ers like- have a better starting five. Oh, no question. I wouldn't argue that. I'm not yeah. saying that. And at all. The, like so, like like the depth, the the wow, the bench depth is fine. Yeah. But having said that, um, it's like. The the Sixers also have a deep like a deep bench, not as deep, but like when your starting five is better, like it makes up for the lack of depth. Sure, I, I think sure. so. That's yeah. my I don't know. I, I think I think Kawhi, if Kawhi, like I said, if Kawhi is Kawhi, I think that they're legitimate two seed this yeah. year. Um, and Nikki, you said Raptors. I said Raptors at the two seed. All right, Ted, who's your number three? Who's your three seed? The Raptors. Okay, and I have the Sixers. And then I got the Sixers on the that Sixers. bad boy. Okay, that checks out. Number All four. Right, four. This is where it's gonna get interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Go Who you got it for? I'm. Mm. I'm gonna say the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I like that. I'm going Indiana. I, I think got, Indiana's gonna be better than Milwaukee this year. I, I really Pacers do. I really floor. like them. I think they're gonna take a step up this year. I think Victor Oladipo is gonna have another phenomenal season. I think this year they're finally gonna figure out how to get Miles Turner back into the offense and like actually make him a. He had a down season last year. He did not have a great season. Yeah. Uh, I think he's it's year two with Victor Oladipo. You know, I, I I don't know. I really like that team. I think they're going to finish fourth in the Eastern Conference. I mean, yeah, I think they're they're like the thing is like two and three and four and five in the East are pretty interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah that's that's the thing is like number one is pretty much undisputed. Uh, two and three are interchangeable depending on like that that either one of those teams like the top three are pretty much set in stone. I think yeah. four through six is where it's going to be interesting. I think and then four like the last couple are like, in. can be flipping back and forth. Right. I could see, I could see an argument for both teams, but I, I have Indiana I got, finishing. I fourth. got Pacers fourth. Yeah. I got yeah. Indiana finishing fourth. And what you got fifth, Ted? The Pacers. <laughs> and then I have Milwaukee. But we got Bucks. Yeah. Milwaukee, I think is going to be All right. Fifth. Maybe this is where it gets a little I have a, I have a weird feeling though. Eh, do I have Milwaukee? Yeah, I'm gonna say I have Milwaukee at the fifth seed. I have Milwaukee at the fifth, but I think my six could maybe challenge them. All right, who you got? Wait, who, I want to know who you have. Yeah. My six, I got the Miami Heat because I think I also do think they eventually get Jimmy Butler. Interesting. That's what I'm basing that. I like of. that. I do like that pick. Um, this one's hard. I'm gonna say Detroit finishes sixes. I don't know why. I just feel good about Detroit this year. Okay. I got Detroit at the six. I also. I that's I I'm I'm. It's funny because I'm between these two teams. Yeah. I'm gonna say Miami. I think actually, you know what? Like, I really do. I think, I think Miami probably finishes sixth. Yeah. I mean, the East is just so bad. Like, when you get down to these shitty teams, it's like six through eight. It doesn't fucking matter because they all suck. And so, like, yeah. who cares? Right. It's all interchangeable. Um, so I got Detroit at seven. See, and I have Miami at seven. I too have Detroit at seven. Okay. See. Uh, no, so no, this is gonna be interesting because I feel like we're all gonna have a different team for the eighth spot. For the eighth spot, the I I've got the Wizards. Yeah, so do I actually. <laughs> I think the Wizards make the play. Actually, you know what? No. Nope. Nope. Are the Hornets? I'm gonna No, fuck no. <laughs> Not the Hornets. I am going to say Oh, the Cavs. I'm gonna say the Cavs make the eight sets. I I'm I'm gonna stick up with what I said earlier. I think the Cavs make the playoffs this year. I I think the Wizards are out of the playoffs this year. I don't think they're gonna make it. I forgot about the Wizards. Uh huh. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a step back. <laughs> I, I forgot about the Wizards. We literally spent like ten minutes talking <laughs> uh-huh, about them. Uh-huh. I'm going to put Washington at at um, at seven. Okay, and uh, I'm going to drop the Pistons from my playoff prediction because <laughs> I am fucking sticking with my Cleveland Cavaliers. I, I, do, I think I don't. I don't know why. I just had this feeling. That my Wizards cousin lives in Cleveland. It. It's a, uh, something I, like the Cleveland as a place has grown on me. <laughs> 
Uh, you know what? Good or bad, <laughs> I'm sticking. I love, I love Kevin Love. I really do. You love love. He loves love. I love love. Love love. I do. So you know. Adorable. And I, I. We love love. I just yeah. Like I'm. I'm gonna go Actually, against probably you know my what? better. You my know better what? instincts. And, and I've, I've thought about it as you're explaining your love for Cleveland and maybe love them less. They're not better than Washington. They're just not. Yeah, I mean, you can't leave the Wizards out of the fucking playoffs. Like, I wasn't going to say anything. The Wizards are my eighth seed. The Wizards are my eighth seed. What I was going to say is, them in the eighth seed. They barely made it last year. I know. They barely made it last year. Them at the eighth seed, doing, like I said, what happened to Miami two years ago when uh, Dwayne Wade was on the Bulls. Um, I don't know, man. I just just feel weird about them. The Cavs are going to just finish underneath the Wizards. The Wizards' eighth seed against the Celtics. They show up in the fourth game four. In all black, it's a funeral game. Game four, they lose. They're swept. They go home. <laughs> all right. Eastern Conference Finals, guys. Name your matchup. Nikki. Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going to have Boston Celtics versus the Toronto Raptors. All right. I'm going Boston-Cleveland. I mean, uh, Jesus Christ. So <laughs> we just kept talking about that. Dude, did they get LeBron back? back? Uh, they did not. No, he's no. long gone. Uh, he's working on I thought maybe you were, you were on your phone. I thought did maybe there was like some, bra- <laughs> some breaking news. Bomb. Uh, did you see that uh, That it was like, it was like, hey, LeBron, uh, you miss Cleveland yet? And then it's like LeBron James looking up during a game and going, what? No. Yeah, no, I, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, no, I've got, I've got Philly versus Boston in the finals. I also have Philly versus Actually, Boston. Actually, no, I don't have Toronto versus Boston in the finals. I have Toronto versus Miami, baby. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you know, one thing, versus Jimmy. One thing I just thought about that we're, we didn't mention, we're two weeks away from the sin. Fucking Game of Zones. Oh, yeah. Game of Zones will be back. be back. And then in like eight more fucking months, Game of Thrones will be back, which I can't <laughs> fucking wait for, but... Yeah. Can't wait! I'll finally get HBO again. What if Game happen. of Zones waits? Dude, just use just use my login. Game of Thrones. Oh, you gotta log in too. Yeah, you guys like take up space in my apartment, so that's yeah. the least you guys could get me back. Um, Eastern Conference you champions. You paid for an improv class for me once. The Boston <laughs> Celtics. It's gotta be Celtics. The I want it to be the Raptors so bad. I would love. I look. I would love them to like cap off their their period of like greatness. Fuck that, dude! The They're Canadian. What? Toronto might as well be New York. It's not Canada. It's not in the United States. Yo, Toronto's amazing. I fucking love Toronto. I've never been, but I've heard nothing but good things. Toronto I like really don't have any. Dope. Yeah, I mean, dude, fucking Canada sucks. You know, free healthcare <laughs> and like you know a lot of other cool <laughs> yeah. shit. But fuck them. Yeah, poutine. Uh, very few, uh, poutine yeah. is fucking fire. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think you. I think you're gonna like Canada. Canada's cool. I, I mean, I, I do. I genuinely like I Canada. That's like that's why Kawhi Leonard was like, I think it's pretty cool here. He's happy. God. He's a he's a character. Uh, yeah, I think Boston Celtics take the East and go to the championship against. You'll find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. Wait, no, no, no. See, we can't if 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 we're gonna do it like that next week. We can't actually talk about the Western Conference Finals. We have to have an or Western Conference predictions. We have to have another episode where we spend the whole time powering up. Yeah, and then we'll just we get to that. Let's just really quick after this episode record a mini sode where it's just five minutes of us just going. That's awful. Also, I want to say this. One thing that astounds me is a lot of pro athletes, NBA and NFL players specifically, love anime. It's true. It yeah. blows my mind. I, the true. only anime I've ever watched is Dragon Ball Z. But yeah. There's a lot of other good ones out there. One Punch Man's a lot of fun. 
He defeats people with one punch. And he's also very just like whatever. Is that why they call him One Punch Man? I'm sorry, that's really bad. I know, it's wild. It's not great. Uh, Anything we want to plug, guys, before we wrap up today? Plugging stuff. Um, Taz is going to be tweeting a lot There's a lot of stuff going on in his world right now Yeah I've been actually very active on Twitter recently I've got this is my favorite time of year I've got uh, Iowa football I've got the Packers um, I've got the Brewers fucking playing meaningful baseball For the first time in seven years and the NBA starts, and I am a I am a fanatical NBA tweeter. So like my Twitter game has already been I've been tweeting a lot lately. You're, uh, you're in your Twitter preseason. It right is now? it is yeah <laughs> like very much so, and it is going to ramp up a ton uh, when the NBA starts. Um, also, fun cool little thing that the NBA just rolled out for those of you that don't know is this season you have the capability to purchase quarters. At a time of games via League Pass. So I really want to do the League Pass VR. Ooh. You can like buy a VR ticket to a game and it's just kind of like, and you can just sit there like this. Bro, you can't afford that. Just stop. Uh, My friend has a VR. I'll have him let me use it real quick. Okay. Uh, but yeah, actually, I think that's I think that's a cool concept. Actually, like, dude, Matt you want, has it? So yeah, you wanna, I think the games are only like thirty bucks or something like that. Oof. You want to tune into a. Like you want to tune into fourth quarter of a close game, like pay like eight bucks and like you're in. I, I think it's like seven ninety nine. I think is what it what it was. That's not so bad. That sounds Even awesome. Though I um, usually just pay for league pass. I mean, I buy league yeah. I buy league pass every year too. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Like uh, there's a lot going on. So um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore, and uh, you can mute like my Brewers and <laughs> Hawkeyes tweets if you want to, and just I, check out the NBA I stuff. I do, yeah. I, <laughs> I filter it. I, I have friends that periodically mute me. Like, will literally tweet me and be like, hey, man, sorry, I'm muting you for a little bit. <laughs> and then will tweet me like three months later and be like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> it's NBA season. You, oh, you're, man. S- you're sane again. Uh, <laughs> you're in mid-season right. four. It's the World Cup. We know he's not tweeting. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, oh, I tweet during the World Cup, but I just tweet disparaging things about soccer just to annoy people. You're the worst. You're the worst. Uh, Nikki, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on social media at Nikki Palooza. Uh, you can also, if you're in the Chicagoland area, come to my shows October 16th every Tuesday, starting October 16th at the IO Theater. The I won't pool. be there on opening night because that's when the NBA tips off. Yes, I know. Yes. I might not even be there for opening night. I will, um, I will be right here. At the at the IO, 8 o'clock uh, every Tuesday. Uh, and then Thursday, October 18th, also at the IO, I'm in a show called Tupac. Uh, which is stands for two people of color. Color. It's a two prof team. That's the closer that are two people of color. Uh, and then on November third and November tenth at the Second City, uh, greetings from the future. A show, a sketch show based off of um, Black Mirror. Yeah. Nito. You can follow me at J underscore Keyless uh, on all social medias. Uh, I've, I've made sure to synchronize that. Um, you can also follow at MBA Pod on all social media as well. Uh, make sure to leave the podcast a review if you're listening. It does help us in the ratings. Tad Mom, Tad's Mom, Mrs. Hall, if you hear me, Mama if you're Hall. listening, Mama Hall. Give us a five star review. If Tad hasn't taught you, I'm sure he can teach oh, you. Oh no, no, no. I had to, I walked her through it. That a boy. <laughs> tell your tell your friends. Tell your uh, this is still a message to Tad's mom. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends to tell their friends. And uh, <laughs> to anybody else listening who's not Tad's mom, tell your friends' friends to tell their friends' friends to subscribe and uh, rate and review the podcast. Five stars, please. We really appreciate it. Uh, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. We're out. Bye bye. Peace. Thank you.